Hello, thanks for stopping by. I'm Peter Alsop, and this is my Songs to Chew podcast. Today's song is kind of an anthem. I don't usually write anthems, but this one was written to be the closing song on my Christmas holidays album. It's called Earth Song. Usually when I write a song, I consider all the possible bits of usable information that I could include in the body of the song to pass along to anyone who might find them helpful. I call that process chewing on the song. With Earth Song, there were so many connections and interrelationships between all the millions of life forms here on this planet of ours that it was difficult to sum it all up in some kind of simple way. I wanted to give voices to all of us and to speak up for the rivers and the mountains and the air, all of which have a part in the delicate balance of nature that sustains us. So really, what I came up with is that it's about our need for balance and harmony in order for our planet's song of life to work. So here, from my Christmas Holidays album, let's take a listen to Earth Song. Our song starts with a child's birth We're taught that people rule the earth But every creature has a song That we can't hear if we're too strong For those with paws and fins and wings Each knows the song its family sings The wind, the river, trees and clouds cannot be So every 
that was Greg Hilfman on piano, Joaquin Cooter played Dumbeck, and Shelby Flint, Ellen Gear, Melora Marshall, Greg Hilfman, and a slew of Topanga kids sang background vocals with us. Our news these days is filled with worldwide political strife that seems to engulf us. Our medical community reports on the devastation of COVID-19 variants, and our climate scientists share their research and discoveries about the Earth's temperature as it continues to rise. We understand that our survival depends on so many intertwined systems that have developed over hundreds of thousands of years, and each change affects other systems. Look at the difficulties our bees and other pollinators are having. The pesticides we spray to kill bugs and critters who eat the same food that we eat are also killing the pollinators that make it possible for our fruit trees and other crops and flowers and plants to procreate and continue into the future. The very first verse and course of this song focuses on where the imbalance in nature has occurred. It's very clear. Our song starts with a child's birth. We're taught that people rule the earth. But every creature has a song that we can't hear if we're too strong. It's pretty clear that our population growth is creating problems. Our cultural stories and our religions have endowed us with our sense of dominance and privilege over all the other life forms on the planet and has led us to see other life forms as resources to be used for human consumption. These stories we've learned are difficult to change, but if we don't begin to see ourselves as stewards, advocates, and protectors of the other lives and ecosystems on our Earth, we will be unable to survive here as a species. We all know what unsustainable means, but it's so very human of us to try to squeeze out the last bit of fossil fuel mileage for ourselves or to point the finger of blame at others rather than making changes that we need to make ourselves. For those with paws and fins and wings, each knows the song its family sings. The wind, the river, trees, and clouds cannot be heard if we're too loud. A wide diversity of life forms is critically important to sustain us. When a corn blight happens, if we have 157 different kinds of corn, we have a much better chance of surviving the blight because with that much diversity, some species will survive. But when we abandon and wipe out our heritage types of corn crops because they don't sell as well as a few hardy commercial types, we lose our diversity. When we only grow and harvest seeds from eight kinds of corn, a severe blight could infect and kill all remaining species. Capitalism teaches us to make as much profit as possible so we can build our businesses and employ people and move bravely into the future. Back in the 1600s when Adam Smith made his case for capitalism, It seemed like there were unlimited fish in the seas, so constant growth seemed like a reasonable concept. But now we know there are finite limits to our, quote, natural resources, unquote. Us humans are too loud and out of tune with our songs. We need to listen to the other voices. We need to relearn how to live sustainably and consider the other life forms on the planet before we make final economic decisions that only seem to benefit humans. Altogether, open hearts, in harmony, we sing our parts. When all of nature sings along, then we hear the earth's song. A musical system needs harmony to work smoothly, to have full richness. When our songs or sounds are discordant in nature, when they stand out, they get everyone's attention, for better or worse. For instance, maybe you've noticed that most birds don't sing at night in their nests. I think that's because if they do, nighttime predators will hear them. And when they hear birds singing, they sneak up in the dark and eat them. Birds don't really fly much at night unless they're owls because they, like us, don't see all that well in the dark. So for thousands of years, if any birds decided to sing at night, 
they'd usually get eaten along with their genes. All of a sudden, those I feel like I just got to sing a song tonight genes were instantly removed from the available gene pool. And there were less and less birds who sang at night. Eventually, only the genes of birds who didn't sing at night were left in the bird gene pool. Those birds survived as the ancestors of the birds we have left today. That singing at night, too loud behavior, was weeded out of the gene pool because it was discordant and attracted attention, not in a good way. Is it too late for us to change things? Well, tomorrow's a new day. Let's see what we do with it. The promise that a sunrise brings is one more chance to dance and sing. The child helps the grown up see we need more balance musically. I included children in this song because the young always need to sing. If we learn to listen to nature, they will learn that from us. And they will learn some of our songs, but they will always make their own new songs. There's a great value in understanding our place in the roles of a community of life. Those of us who have had dominance within the culture where we live, most often adult men, grew up feeling that we represented the standard of our society. We were supported at every turn because we were considered the vessels of authority and power. What we didn't learn is that it is not always in our own best interest to stand out and demand that entitled predominance. Indigenous tribal people all over this planet have lived in relative harmony with the other life forms in their area. These ways of living were not always in balance, but they came with the understanding about the connectedness with our animal brothers and sisters, with the natural rhythms of the world around us. When we moved out of our hunter-gatherer roles into becoming city dwellers who had left behind our tribal ways, we also left behind many of the sustainable living skills and stories that helped us stay in balance with the other living creatures and plants on the planet. We might have gone the path of becoming caregivers for the other species on the planet rather than just seeing the non-human life as natural resources for us humans to gather, use up, and dominate. So, raise your voices, pay attention to and celebrate how we survive. Our earth song is the song of life. We need to harmonize a whole lot better with the rest of the choir. That's it for today. I'm Peter Alsop, and I'll be back next week with another song to chew.